0: Yeah, we're we're already rolling. So. Oh. oh,
1: cool! We can, every, everyone can hear my so any energy, energy sp- sponsorship.
2: I mean, fucking send my way. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll chug your caffeine. You
1: guys ever had the uh, the Rise fuels? I've seen Rise.
0: They're they're. Out I don't of
1: think Texas. I've had it though. I've
0: seen them, but I haven't had them.
1: Yeah, so they're they're another supplement company out of Texas. They're really popular on TikTok. Um, I'm out. It's <laughs> tour, <old> Joe. <laughs> they well they um. They kinda of did how like Ghost did with their um their pre workouts where they just did like a bunch of collaborations. Mm. Oh yeah, smart. Um so they have like they have a sunny D energy yeah.
2: drink. Supplements doing that so smart. You I like know. a chips ahoy protein. Even if it's gross, it just like makes sense. Oh yeah. Yeah, it makes sense.
1: Well, I, I think we were talking about Ghost. I think that's another reason why Ghost did so well. They they somehow managed to leverage that like officially.
0: Yeah. You know?
2: It's funny uh to think and I'm gonna this is gonna be kind of like a low-key brag but i don't mean to where people think you're cooler than you are so like in my last couple q a's everyone's like dude why doesn't ghost have a silent mic flavor i'm like dude i'm not that cool you know like <laughs> but it's cool you think i'm cool and then and then it happened again someone said good company ghost collab i was like dude we're not that cool yet you know one day
0: yeah one day i like would
2: love cool. an energy drink like shout out to max i didn't try oh i think i bought it once didn't we the mango mangarita mango yeah, yeah you bought it for me see bass bought it for me was mango, it was good yeah it was really good and that's fucking sick and he's and like talk about building a brand that kid's a gangster i know like all he does is drink mango margaritas and eat sour stri- or sour candy for like 10 years then launches a sour candy company <laughs> and makes a mango margarita energy drink yeah i've would... never done anything that consistent <laughs> except probably bitch yeah yeah. yeah sucks i'm not that good at this game
1: I, I i wish that like i had that level of smart that i was like if i just if i just sow the seeds for 10 years you wonder
2: how long it's been in the back of his head yeah right but the energy drink play was mine and we won't mention names but we drank a lot of energy drinks on our first podcast and i i wrote a whole business pitch to start an energy drink company in 2013 um 2014 that that got ignored but that would have been a huge play because that was a big part of like our shtick yeah um, and energy drinks were po- popular but they weren't Fitness popular. Everyone right. was still on the pre-workout, and N-O-Explode yeah. type grind. People weren't drinking these. Because we even talked about, even shout out our boys, Caffeine and Kilos. Talk about a good shtick, you know? Like, everyone knows caffeine and slamming weights. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And we did coffee and energy drinks like Mad Men, because we're talking for three-hour episodes. Um, it would have it smacked. It would have been so good. It was, and that was pre-all these companies. Yeah. It's Red Bulls around, Monsters around, and Rockstar, and that was it. But the the Dark Horse... That we turned Joe onto, to. Spike Energy.
1: Yeah. That, dude, those are so good. No one
2: knows. No one knows. They need to know out there, kids. They don't even know T-Nation. And I haven't been on recently. I do know it hit a little bit of a lull and got a little gimmicky. But T-Nation back in the day, Jim can even speak yeah. pre-me, was such a really good source of like real training. Oh, you yeah. go to bodybuilding.com, uh, no offense, um, but... Because they've upgraded. But at the time, it was three sets of 10, three sets of 10, three sets of 10. You couldn't really learn anything there unless you dug into the forums and then you turn into a Zizbra and meet Alberto Nunez. But if you don't do that, because um, there was some knowledge in the forums for yeah, sure, yeah. but uh, T Nation's regular articles were bangers. They are bangers, man. Jet yeah. Corps, fucking, uh fucking uh, 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 even Thibodeau stuff was good at the yeah. time. Uh, Jim Wendler was writing there. Cressy. Yeah, Bruno started writing there. Um not the not the uh, Borat character <laughs> Ben. <laughs> I was just talking about Borat the other night too. Yeah. Kids don't know. You have probably never seen Borat, huh? What? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. How have you never seen Borat? Twenty two. I've never seen Borat either. Really? No. You would hate it, but I, am, I, I, I know uh, <laughs> that's why be, I haven't watched. There it. might be pieces you like because there's like little like pretty good political stuff that's like a little bit more high tier comedy. You know, there's definitely in your face shit comedy. But uh, you probably don't hate Sacha Baron Cohen because you know he's a pretty smart cat. You yeah, so, I don't hate him. Yeah, well, I he'll, just hate everything he's
0: ever done. No, yeah,
2: <laughs> he sprinkles in. That's why I think I like him. Is he hits? He hits the jackass crowd. I'm the opposite though, right? Like I love everything Will Smith's done, but I don't know if
0: I like Will Smith anymore. Uh, well, I don't. Like Will Smith. I don't think I ever liked Will Smith. So, but
2: no. Sacha Baron Cohen's good because he'll hit the fucking jackass frat boy eat an aluminum can crowd and laugh. Uh-huh. But then he'll also sprinkle, you know, like some some more intricate. I think political it, comedy in there.
0: Uh, Bruno was such a huge.
2: You dump didn't see on, that,
0: did you? No, oh, no it was no, such no. a huge dump. Dude, I a mean, cock sings it, at you. It, a it, literal it, penis
2: tip sings
0: at you. It, it, that's it, when they lost it, me. It, it it went, it went down in flames so hard, so fast that it actually that's kind of a Hollywood legend because social media killed that sh- that movie before it even had a chance to get all the way open. Oh yeah, it was so bad.
2: But the. Um, he had a Netflix special after that or not a special but basically like um his first show was Ali G show I think. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that and yeah. he had multiple characters. Bruno was one, Borat was yeah. one, he had, he had and he would run around and it was um I think revolutionary in some senses cuz he was scripted and he would play like a reporter or an interview or something and everyone around him's not scripted, right? So like there's a little bit of genius in the magic there. Yeah. Um and then he's really good at staying in character and kind of like Pushing your buttons. which I find creepy. Yeah, anyway. no, yeah, no. It takes a psychopath to do some shit like that for sure. Um, but Bruno goes overboard. But his his Netflix special after that was pretty good. He has some funny shit. There's yeah. some funny shit mixing in there.
1: The The dictator has a special place in in
2: my heart. Yeah, those are wild too. That one's just for just uh hit at the exact right era. That's why it hit the perfect generation mm-hmm. at the perfect time to be a phenom. Really, I'm, I'm almost surprised how much it's not talked about anymore because i feel at the time it was so
0: all you get now is the my wife yeah all over and over and over yeah
2: (laughs) it's so good though some of it is so good shout out to our friends in (laughs) massonomics yeah talk about it being yeah quotable and shit (laughs) it's really good nico nico says that about nano all the time yeah Yeah. shout out nico flores it's really good it's Nano. it's really
0: if you haven't gotten it so far i read the uh title here we've got a a guest. we've got joe stanick with us hey y'all in, in advance of the meet that we're hosting at the gym this weekend yes um,
1: big undertaking biggest local meet that's ever happened in usa powerlifting history Probably powerlifting
2: history i'm just gonna say it because i feel like people say that shit whether it's true or not i'm, I'm <laughs> right sure. uh yeah no like yeah. for sure clothing companies and people say like we well, sold out in 10 minutes you didn't i know their shirts back there you know what i mean like they're fucking lying so if they're gonna lie i'm gonna lie <laughs> yeah i mean so, and we're not even lying like, it, pro- it easily could be the biggest local, local meet of all time. Yeah.
1: I think I mean, th- uh,
2: so at least in, I'm sure there's people listening that are like, state championships. That's what I'm saying. Or- we don't care about them. Don't even address them, Joe. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck those nerds.
1: <laughs> state championships are technically local. but Yeah. Uh,
2: whatever. You can okay. technically lick my balls. <laughs> We don't need any well, actually, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tech, yeah.
1: Um, actually,
2: um, we're gonna dig in though. And Joe, you can bite your tongue, or we can edit out if you <laughs> say things you don't want to. <laughs>
1: okay, okay. So
2: the USPA is a fucking mess. It's uh, oh lord, burning bat. Um, and Jim and I have talked even previous to this about powerlifting and where it should go or where it can go and the splits of it. Uh, and I was recently around Barkwan and, and Nadeem, and we were talking about. Um, I think Bart actually went the opposite way I thought he did. He wants to get rid of the deadlift bar, and he wants to go some caveman shit, you know? And I was like, well, then get rid of the bench press, pussy, and we'll just do overhead, you know, like if you're <laughs> going to go all the way. But um, I explained it to them. I see powerlifting at this point um, with non-tested, we can call them steroid users, uh, and drug-tested, deadlift bar, non-deadlift bar, mono lift, all these slightly different rules. I actually don't mind because I see it like car racing. And don't now you can bitch at me because I'm going to speak out of pocket because I know nothing about car racing. But to my knowledge, different leagues have like different uh, horsepower limits or different aerodynamic limits, right? And and obviously they have different tracks they go on. NASCAR is only turning left like Zoolander, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Formula Ones cranking corners, drifting. You're, you're really cranking corners. To me, that's how I see drug test and multiply monolift. That yeah, like you get a monolift with knee wraps. Now we have the highest horsepower powerlifting. Your, your only goal is to lift the most fucking amount of weight where then we go down to, yeah, something like the USAPO where we got more, uh, slightly more strict rules in terms of, uh, equipment and stiff bars, et cetera. And I make that more like whatever you want to call it, NASCAR, where that's, you know, tightened up, everyone's got the same horsepower and now it's just the driver doing the thing. Right. Uh, what are th- some of your thoughts on that? Obviously you're deep in the USAPO world, despite your personal large amount of steroid use. <laughs> oh yeah. I,
1: yeah, you can totally tell. Uh, um, yeah, what do you think? So, I, I mean, I think in, in general, um, I've always been kind of more in favor of there being a little bit more uniformity. Um, I don't know that I'm quite so far as to go into, like, the Bart camp of get rid of the deadlift bar. Oh, what an idiot. Yeah, uh, I don't know about an idiot. Now, um, I, I think, to me, I think that the thing that's holding the sport back is a, a lack of uniformity. Because my counter to what you just said about racing is racing's just huge, you know, like there's, there's so much behind it already. Um, they have the ability to kind of branch out and we've kind of done that as a sport prior to all of this blowing up. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what's holding it back. Um, but I will say, uh, I think that it's cool that people have options because you know, there's definitely going to be, you know, different strokes for different folks as far as the way that they want to lift. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be people that you know make the make the choice to become enhanced. There's gonna be people that want to stay natty. Like it, it is good that we have options for sure. Um, on, on my end of it, I I kind of think that we're actually going towards a little bit more uniformity as a result of all this really? controversy. that's yeah, oh, because
2: the USPA. I was gonna say the opposite. So I I, I my racing analogy, um, I like. And in powerlifting, I only really see like three lanes that we need, and the issue is that we have seven, right? Yeah. Like now we have Powerlifting America, we have USPA mm. or USAPL, like that. I don't like because now powerlifting's fragmented. I don't mind different categories, yeah, right. Um, but we're actually just fragmenting, like you said. We're not big enough to fragment like that, yeah. and even that the bit the the size doesn't really correlate to me either. Because look at the fucking look at basketball. Yeah, it's the exactly. biggest it's ever been, and we have. It's getting a little bit weird now because there's like uh, the G League, um, right? Uh, you know, is legitimate, and there's some stuff like that, and the college rules are changing, so it's a little bit more. But still, it's you play fucking high school varsity, you go to college, and then you play pro, yeah. right?
1: I mean, I, I guess the the reason that I say I feel like we're actually heading more towards uniformity yeah. is what I'm seeing across the board with a few different things. So so first of all, um, I'm going to make a bold claim here. I think that the IPF is going to start to lose its hold on the rest of the world.
2: For sure, cuz um, the USAPL is so big. Yeah, oh, like well, the USPL USAPL with that when they did break off kept what? 70% of the best. Actually, I would I would say yeah, more. Yeah. Um, now mind you, there are there are
1: some people that are that have at least at the high level that have kind of traded in the USAPL banner for powerlifting America IPF, but the majority are still there. Um and especially with this this new um like elbow depth rule. I don't know if you guys have seen yeah, yeah, any yeah, of that.
2: Yeah we talked about it all.
1: Yeah it's it's just it's it's so undefined and apparently I, I saw this uh on a couple people's uh stories. Apparently they had a rule about trying to ban sumo. Oh, lit. Like, like no, they, Bart
2: wanted to do that too really yeah bar wanted to do that too okay Bart. I think he might have said don't quote me I think he might have said and I don't disagree with him here uh that they could go all sumo I don't I don't mind that not having both you know because like what other sport do you have an option it, it is such a unique thing. Because no other sports You do that Everyone throws a football The same way Because it's the most efficient way To throw the football And yeah your technique Looks different But you're all throwing it The fucking same No one's underhanding a football Right because the technique's the same I don't mind that argument Obviously it's a little bit Different when you talk lifting Um, Yeah I don't know Why do you think people Chose the USAPL Popularity Like a clout contest Uh, America wins Fucking Rocky type shit like why why did they go ipf so i think yeah between
1: between one of them there's there's the idea of i want to compete with the best or i want to be world champion yeah uh and at the moment are you saying the world sucks joe uh <laughs> i i gotta be honest don't get me wrong there's still there's still definitely amazing lifters in yeah, other yeah. Countries. but the depth of
2: competition it's, isn't there, yeah, there it, there's there's Individuals from around the world that can compete. Yes, but the depth isn't there. Yeah. I was just joking, y'all. I'm just crushing Joe for fun. No, 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 no.
1: no. He's definitely not joking. Just cancel him. Um, the yeah, the uh, just uh, the overall competition is deeper here in America. Yeah. Like you could take the prime time flights from from nationals for the most part, and you could send a lot of them, and they would all place very well at the IPF World yeah, yeah, Championships. Yeah, our top five is probably top three worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so. I, I think that's that's kind of where that is. Plus, let's fit. I'm just going to put this out there. If I if I show up to the IPF World Championships, and the hardest thing for me is the fact that I'm traveling to another country, that's a problem, right? You know, like if I show up and I just dominate the rest of my competition by like 50 plus kilos, to me, I don't know. Maybe this is just how I think about competing, like as you know, a less than mediocre, average power lifter. Yeah. I, if I show up and I just kick everybody's butt, like that's that's it not, it's not pointless. fun, you know. It it's just pointless. like, like yeah, I worked hard and all that, but I'm not taking away from the fact that that people have like a high amount of work ethic to to even get to that point. Right. But yeah, it just it, it would feel hollow to know that there's somebody that's either close to me or or maybe even ahead of me that's lifting under very similar conditions in a different part of the world. Like I would want, like I'm trying to think what a good like like Russ is probably the best example right like he he stayed in the USAPL because let's face it at the world level he just doesn't have that that much competition um you know he and he's already run he's won the IPF world champions I think twice now
2: like he doesn't he doesn't have anything to prove and that and then again on if you're more from the IPF view or the power of America view you just diluted your talent so now the championships kind of mean less
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, it kind of sucks. So that, that's Yeah, that's kind of my, my opinion on it, and the, the reason why I think the, the IPF in general is going to lose a hold on the world, um, it,
2: plus the fact that USAPL is actually expanding yeah, internationally. Yeah, there's pro stuff, and there's money stuff, and yeah. it's expanding internationally. And although there's some strict, lame rules that I don't agree with, they're also... Um, <laughs> but they also, like, uh, IPF has worse ones. Yeah. Like, 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 IPF competitors can't come hang out at our meet.
1: Yeah, that's dumb.
2: That's like the dumbest rule I've ever thought. I'm not handing out syringes at the front. Yeah. Like, why can't he come in view? Yeah. Or she? I I, I don't know. It makes no sense to me. Like, the coolness of this sport is that it's driven by the community. It also holds it back. But the coolness is that the communities are the spectators. They're the ones that run it. They're the ones that spot and load it. It's not the executives sitting at their desk. And it's not people from the outside that are fans. That's not a thing. Yeah. The fans are in the sport. We're the blood. The federations, a lot of people are bringing this up argument, and you could bring it up with the USAPL and IPF as well, but they're bringing it up with the USPA is that the federations need lifters. And I was literally just talking to Avi about this. We don't need them. Yeah. Avi has a barbell. She's lifting, by the way. <laughs> that's why I bring it up. But she has a barbell and a bench press right now. She's she's the power lifter. Yeah. What's a federation without her?
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. There's zero.
2: So then why are we making bullshit rules uh, rather than bringing the community together? And I, I even disagree with the PED, non-PED one, but at least I understand it, right? Because Everyone just thinks, yeah, I don't know. You get secondhand trend or something. I don't, but at least I understand. that At least there's like uh, three ounces of logic there. Yeah. Um, to go to Natty to Natty, there's zero logic. Oh yeah. Besides, like that's like a, that's a gaslighting boyfriend. <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Yeah, that's that's what it is. The IPF is, is the gaslighting boyfriend of the powerlifting. It kind of is. Yeah.
0: No. Like I, you I, better not be looking at another girl. I can't disagree with you. I mean, also like. um I think about it in terms of um, uh, like if you if you're a baseball player, you shouldn't consort with gamblers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's it's sure. kind of like that, but like it's but the yeah, but, it, the but risk is does it really rub off? I mean. No, no. It,
2: it, it, it doesn't no so. I mean like basketball is the same way and that's what's starting to make it cool like the the, N, the NBA's best are going to WNBA games they're yeah. going to the best high school games to go cheer and support that they're going to college games of their alma mater like and they go to other sports yeah yeah they go cheer too. on their, their city's team for yeah. football and baseball yeah, yeah. like that's what makes sports fucking cool and for some reason, powerlifting's make, like you're, we're already not cool. Yeah. We're the fucking losers. So yeah. why are you making us
1: even more losers? I mean, and you you see that you see that with a lot of with a lot of the best uh, powerlifters as well. It just sucks that they can't show up to you know other meets. Like this is an example: um, Sean Noriega, one of one of the best lifters in the world. You see him coaching all the time. Yeah, he, you know he he's he's at a bunch of meets, stuff like that. Um, you you see like. Uh, I see Jesus Oliveira's, uh out of, out of Texas at just like tons of local meets, either just hanging out or, uh, you know, cheering on his boys or like his brother's a competitor. Sometimes yeah. he's coaching his brother. Like you, you see that and it just sucks that people have to consider, oh geez, is there a chance that somebody's going to take a picture of me and send it to the IPF yeah. and I get banned for this? The only
2: way to do it is unaffiliated. You know, that's where I, me, Jim, Bart, we're lucky. We just travel to whatever meets we want, but that's because I haven't, you know drop the knee to the fucking lord of fucking farquad up there whatever federation is running you know
0: the point i was making last week is that every federation currently in existence unless i'm completely wrong and i missed something exists because people couldn't get along yeah right right yeah and no and it's, it's that's yeah. a tide that needs to be reversed however if we actually had consolidation what would these meets look like? There'd be a million people in each meet. That's
2: I think true. there'd just be more on the weekends. Like, there'd be more weekends worth. There definitely, so. There definitely is an issue, but but that's expansion, right? Because then it's already happening, right? Like, shout out to Russ again. Like, Russ ran his meet not in his gym because yeah. he just couldn't fit it. Yeah. So he rented a space. I think it would be more... But old powerlifting was like that too, right? Like, a lot of y'all's meets were in hotel lobbies and shit. Oh, yeah, most... You yeah. know? Which I don't think's a bad thing. Um, it's cool being in the gym and, and having it. But, yeah, I think... The whole thing would slowly evolve and, and look different, but I don't think bigger's worse. I don't think bigger's better necessarily either, ladies. But I do think <laughs> it's it's a part of the piece, part of the picture, you know? I, I mean, I think so.
1: If I'm being 100% frank, I think bigger is better when it comes okay,
2: to Okay, uh, dude. Yeah. You're uh, gross. That's,
1: that's, that's not me. I'm wonderfully average, ladies. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, the the but wonderfully, yeah, but wonderfully, wonder. It's the motion of the ocean. Um, no, I I I really think that if if we want to actually see powerlifting become something more than this this backyard sport that you have to explain to everybody is not uh, the sport where I throw weight over my head and, and is in the Olympics. Yeah. And we're not doing curls. Yeah. Yeah. Or that or anything, anything along the lines of that, or, you know, we're mistakenly called bodybuilders. That's my favorite one. Um, I'll take that one. (laughs) one Actually. Yeah. That one That one feels good on
2: the ego sometimes.
1: Um, I I think that is the only way that that happens is that the sport continues to grow and it gets more and more behind it. Like for sure. Just to, to give you an example. Um, my friend, uh, Jaron, he owns a gym out in Hawaii. Bart's been there a few times. Um, he uh, he recently got his whole gym uh, or his whole team from uh, Hawaii that went to nationals this past year, sponsored by Lululemon. Yeah, yeah. you know, so like, yeah, w- when we get bigger, yeah, more eyes equals more money. Yeah, opportunities like that come up. Like, it, I I feel like, and again, uh, you know, this is this is my bias towards towards USA Powerlifting coming out here, but like the the pro series that we have, uh, we have a new director, my coach, Brad Cooliard. Shout out to you, sir. He's he's doing his damnedest behind the scenes to try to make this into something legitimate that everybody around the world would want to be a part of like
2: you you call it pro you better make it real yeah exactly
1: exactly um and i i just i genuinely think you know if we just get more and more eyes on it we bring sponsors in. you know we we actually get like there's no reason why you know major league gaming back in like the early 2000s could have like uh you know, Boost Mobile yeah, and Red Doritos Bull. and Dr. Pepper and yeah. Red Bull as sponsors and they're they're like, you know, a, a fraction of a fraction of a size of power. There's absolutely no reason why we can't do something similar.
2: No, I think early days, uh, esports is a pretty good reference now. Yeah. Obviously esports has exploded. Uh it, it was big worldwide, early two thousands, you know, Korean shit was still uh, monumental. Yeah. But the US is caught up now. But you're right. You you look at it, you know, two thousand five to two thousand even shit 15 uh esports and it's very similar to powerlifting it was very community driven no one's watching that doesn't play video games type of shit yep. and obviously playing video games is a little bit more um popular than lifting weights but not really because there's a lot more people you go to the commercial gym up the street and there's a lot of people trying to deadlift oh, yeah, they don't know yeah. powerlifting they don't know what the fuck's going on but powerlifting in general i even remember i mean the reason i have an instagram following is because i was the only fucker posting deadlifts on the internet yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, that's the only reason. Ain't nothing special about me. Um, and then now you're scrolling through the, the For You page and everyone's deadlifting, whether they're a bodybuilder, powerlifter, just a dude, just a chick, everyone's deadlifting. So yeah. those type of people can build the community. But again, it's it's the federations, and not one in particular. It's all of them. I think are are a little stuck on their high horses, where you know, obviously the USPA has got its own problems now, but a lot of them because they 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 didn't help grow the sport, despite what they think. Yeah, right. Like the Candidos, the Omari Sauce, like the Barquans, the the the, the me and Jimbo's. Yeah, like that's the reason powerlifting got bigger. Yeah, right. And so for them not to kind of like see that. Or, or try to grow with that kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Um, it really does. And so it's, it's yeah, it's kind of like the new school, old school stuff really kind of hitting the point right now, yeah. I feel like. And so eventually, obviously, it'll change, and, and change is good whether it'll be painful or not. But um, that's the biggest thing I, I, I see, and that's what I revert to every time. And shout out to Pioneer. You know, Pioneer had a, a big paid meet coming up, and they were doing it with USPA, and they took that same stance, like... Uh, we don't need a federation. The federation needs us. Yeah, exactly. So they're exactly. just running the Pioneer Classic unsanctioned. Yeah. Same money, same judges, because the judges denounced the federation. Yeah. So the quality is going to be the exact same. And what else do you need? You need a barbell and some plates. Like, fuck, fuck the rest of you. Yeah, it's it really... It's like a strike. It's like, you know, MLB, NBA going through strikes. Yeah, Because there's no player union here, we're just grabbing the bowl by the horns. Yeah, took the words right out of my
0: mouth. I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to throw it out like 10... 11 12 years ago donnie thompson was actually saying that lifters should have a union yeah and, no, and make the federations come to the lifters
2: i've talked about this for a long time lifters and even social media content creators need a union yeah because every other sport has it the ufc that's what they're missing yeah. and jake paul shout out to fucking disney channel bro i was not a fan before but that's what he's fighting for these fighters to have some fucking backbone together I, I got a jake paul thing i gotta show you yeah show me is it with tyson fury uh,
1: oh yeah, aren't they? So, or, or, it's, isn't uh, uh, f- he
2: supposed to fight his brother or something? Yeah, and so he's in an interview and he's like talking shit, lightly, and then Tyson Fury walks in and he <laughs> his face fucking turned ghost. And Tyson was super cool about it and just said, "What's up?" <laughs> but but Jake Ball's like, "Oh fuck, I'm dead." Yeah, literally. <laughs> so
0: look, watch this knockdown punch that is, that doesn't actually connect.
2: Yeah, I know there's a lot of, but de- but de- are you sure it doesn't hit the right temple?
0: No, it doesn't hit him at all. There's another angle. It shows it just it oh, whiffs. Yeah, yeah. It's he a huge whiff. But is he knocked does he actually knock down as he stand up? He gets he, he he's knocked it down. He gets back up. Yeah.
2: No, that's not. I don't think that's fake. Then. Yeah. Because you're just dodging it, and he lost balance. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, what I was gonna say. Yeah. I I, I don't fall that it's fake. Those guys were all American wrestlers out of Ohio, where you're from. Pennsylvania, thank you very much. But you're right, they're, the, they're, they're right next door. Same thing. I think apparently. they're from uh, southeast Ohio. Yeah, they they yeah. are. Literally so uh, those are tough kids, bro. You you call I me put you call me
1: time. Jake Paul, dude.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the are probably tough too. <laughs> I like Jake Paul now. I really do. I don't know about Logan. Logan's on some shit, uh, but yeah. I kind of like Jake. I I uh, yeah. I don't know where we're headed, but
0: um, I got something. go. All right, so given what we just talked about, what's our worst take? or what powerlifting is going to look like in five years. Our worst take? Worst take. Then we'll do best take after.
1: Okay. Give give me yours so I get an idea of where where this should
0: be. Yeah, do you have one? I can make one up on the spot. Uh, Okay. So, number one, uh, uh, TikTok is banned in in the United States. Mm. Oh. So, we all have to rely on on Instagram, which then reformats itself even more TikTok-y. Okay. But it's still not got the same thing. And the popularity of powerlifting that's been driven by social media...
2: Yeah, it gets stagnant.
0: ...gets stagnant. Mm. Um, we lose... How many years are we looking forward? Five. Okay. We'll, we lose that constant influx of the young'uns that we're getting now.
2: Yeah. Which you probably already noticed before, Jim and I, because we just kind of stepped out of the COVID world. But like our gym members, the meets we've ran and the meets we're about to run average age is like 23. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane.
1: We have a ton of teenagers doing this meet. Yeah. Like, I've never had to order so many medals just for the purpose of the fact that we're awarding teenagers.
2: Yeah, which is fucking rad. Like, finding a healthy habit at that at 18 just makes, to me, and it's not... I'm sure we could find some data, but like you're just gonna be way less likely to get blackout drunk through your twenties, like every other
0: idiot. You know yeah, what I mean? That's just, true. Just because it affects alone, your performance. Yeah, just that alone's a win to There's me. No yeah. to yeah. There's no way it doesn't affect your performance. Everyone needs to understand that. There's no way it doesn't affect your performance. and so um the federations that are sort of at the mid level now drop down and become just regionals. They're you know, they have trouble getting forty lifters. Um,
2: I feel like that's already an issue. Talking about my, I like to argue myself, where I think some lanes are good. Yeah. The issue with those lanes being too many which we have, um, is the world competition, it doesn't exist. Right. And that's what's already happened with IPF and the power loop, right? So the natty world, that's already happening. In the untested world, that's been a thing. There's right. no real worlds, and there's no real bracket or ladder to shay- say you're the best besides yeah. your total or dots, and that's yeah. fine. But it'd be better if we get the world's best head-to-head in some type of qualify bracket. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And dreams like ours have to focus more on the gen pop. Yeah fitness community that's that's my worst my worst case scenario so uh, what do you lean towards in your brain that happening
2: or better things happening
0: um i it's hard for me to believe that it's going to continue running as hot as it is now regardless of what happens that's kind of uh, what i think because everything goes in cycles but that doesn't mean that we're at the peak right now no I, in terms a, this of this is cycles. like a second peak or third peak in the course of the time i've been involved yeah. in
2: this that's what i was gonna say in terms of cycles i actually think we're at a plateau we could be yeah, yeah i think yeah. a big peak was obviously like 14 to 17 yeah right that I, and i'm sure the data shows memberships in the sport that was a huge peak so i, I can tell you
1: uh uh Shout out Marshall Powell. He runs uh, the USAPL social media. He put out this graphic a little while back showing our membership rates. And we actually did hit a new, at least in the USAPL, we hit a new PR on that. I think it was like 27,000 nationwide or something like that, which is really good. thats And I don't think that includes the new international affiliates, which oh, is, is really good. Like that's the most members we've ever had. But that's not by much. That was only by like a couple thousand, whereas right. you saw it just growing exponentially. Yeah.
2: 2012, don't quote me, but 2012 to like 16, I oh, think yeah. it went from like 10,000 to 20,000. Oh, yeah. You know, which is insane. Um, and again, don't get me wrong; like that's still good that it's growing. But I, I
1: actually kind of a, agree with Mike on this one. I, I do think that we're st- maybe maybe not quite at plateau level, but I think we're about there. Um, and I think that a lot of what we just talked about has to do with the reason why the sport yeah. is plateauing. I think
2: yeah, more fragment
1: yeah, well fr- fragmentation. And I think a lot of the I think the difference between the the actual consumer, so the the younger individuals who are coming into the sport that are excited about it versus the older generation that's currently running it. Yeah. Um. You know, like they still kind of see see this sport as, you know, I want it to remain fragmented. I want to stifle competition. Yeah. I, you know, I I want to I want to mm-hmm. keep things that the way they they always have been because that's just the way that's just what I want. And you know, you're 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 younger than me and you don't know any better. Even though, like, that's just not the good mentality to have. Yeah. Like. I see I see lifters younger than me that have lots of great ideas that I think about and I'm like, "You know what? Yeah, that totally makes sense." Like you you mentioned uh, you know, TikTok being something that's actually kind of vital to the growth of the sport. I mean, I think social media in general is, but like TikTok for example, half the reason why I enjoy having a following on TikTok is because I can introduce powerlifting to kids. There are I'm so like I think my favorite part about having a TikTok is is embarrassed as I am about it when people bring it up, I love the fact that there have been kids that have come up to me that they were just like, I started powerlifting because of you. You you introduced me to the sport and I, I just did my first meet. Like that, I don't know, that
2: makes me like emotional. Yeah, so, it's, it's really, really cool. Um, I think that is the reason why I can go into exactly what I think is bad or might be bad in five years, but I think that's the reason why I think we're still heading in a good direction. Because the the mass, if you've, we found a chart, the mass of the community is even younger than me now, mm. um, and hopefully they've had a good enough experience or see enough of the of the potential in the sport that in five years they'll be me, and they'll have some kind of power or idea to put rubber to the road. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And obviously we have decades together, and that's why we're trying to put rubber to the road in our gym, but there'll be more people thinking like us rather than like oh this is powerlifting this is how it goes it's like no this is what powerlifting could be and and, and so that's where it makes me think um yeah the potential is still high um in terms of what i think is shit or what could be shit in five years is similar to yours i i don't know about the social media stuff um because i think even if tiktok disappears there's always going to be a new thing and there's always going to be the next one so instagram would be more powerful again or youtube YouTube, yeah or whatever so i don't necessarily think that'll hinder our growth um but i do think the fragmentation and the politics within the old boys club which isn't just the USPA. everyone thinks that you know no it's not i can't point fingers and i can't pull up texts of every uh pervert but like fitness is just life is full of perverts and fitness is especially full of perverts and pieces of shit and so like that old boys club type shit is happening everywhere in every company in every federation fitness or non-fitness yeah. so don't be stifled out there bros that you know it's cool that we're cleaning up the USPA or, or, or getting to some real shit but that's everywhere yeah none of that surprised me there's not one thing I mean the pussy juice was a little surprising <laughs> Honestly, no, that's not Nobody the,
0: expects the pussy juice. That's yeah, not the
2: worst of it, right? That's the lighthearted one of yeah. all the darkness that happened. Yeah, but that, that was the most surprising. Yeah, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a take to yeah. piss somebody off. Yeah, that that's a step to the left. Yeah. I wasn't. That yeah, anticipating. go slash a tire. Yeah, what happened? To, yeah, TPing a house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: That's I, I don't just to speak to that as well. Uh, I think yeah, I think one of the things holding holding the sport back and that could potentially. Um, Like in five years, ruin things, and that's kind of where I was going to go with my take. Is exactly that. I think that uh, the older generation refuses to step aside or refuses to listen uh, as far as new ideas when it comes to powerlifting. Uh, They try to make the sport more restrictive in the wrong ways, and it just it kills growth. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, And again, you know, obviously, there's a million different. People handling handling things. This isn't you know any any offense to the collegiate committee for USAPL, but there was a there was a big uproar recently for collegiate nationals in USA powerlifting. Um, nowhere near as controversial as any of this other stuff we're talking about, but there was there was a proposal made at last year's nationals to make collegiate nationals into a teams only Ooh. Uh, event. And as we know, Which like uh, in
2: theory, doesn't seem terrible. No, it, yeah, it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. But
1: hear me out. The collegiate age is
2: where the majority of the growth in the sport is happening For right sure. now. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, they're the culture. They've been the culture of everything. They're the culture of music. They're the consumers of clothes. That like that's the culture. Yeah. So what
1: end so that got voted down almost universally at the at the meeting, thankfully. But what the the collegiate committee did instead is they made it so that teams Mind you, if they paid an astronomical fee for this, which is another conversation entirely, uh, but they made it so teams would have a special access code that would allow them to register for collegiate
2: nationals earlier than anyone who wasn't on a team. And, yeah, yeah, which kind of sucks, right? If you go to a school that doesn't have a team, well, yeah, exactly. but you're one of the best or your money and time is worth anyone else's money and time. And yeah, so 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 many collegiate level athletes are not doing
1: collegiate nationals this year because they couldn't get in. They that sucks. they and don't that have like a cash grab. Yeah, yeah exactly. Course. Exactly. And again, the the individuals who are on the collegiate committee were were just like, "Oh, collegiate nationals has always been about the teams." And it's just like, "Yeah, don't get me wrong. I I understand that, but to just Automatically shut down the chances of anyone to actually get into the meet. Now, I, I shouldn't say that. They like they did open the window, um, but You're Right, there's obviously a crammed window. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of people didn't get in because they they didn't sign up immediately. Stack the deck, and yeah, it, it it's it's just it, to me that's that's not. That's not a good decision. Yeah, yeah. You're making... it's not my
2: fault. I go to fucking eastern northern Montana. <laughs> yeah, like yeah.
1: when when I was in school, I so when I was in school at Syracuse, I wanted so badly
2: to You're start... Syracuse. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, go Orange, baby. Um, Is that Kemba Walker? Oh no, he's UConn. What the hell do you guys? Oh, um, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Jim you Jim Beheim, the goat. Yeah. yeah, you can have him. Um, he uh just genuinely,
1: um, when I was there i i could not get a, a team started like they would not let me they 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 were vehemently against the idea of having any uh club association sport association whatever so i was i was up a creek without a yeah. paddle luckily you know at the, and this is still the case too luckily i had student status so i could just go as a, a non-affiliated lifter and, right. and go but yeah it's out of your power yeah it was it was out of my hands and and there's so many lifters that i can think of off the top of my head uh like uh one of them of mine um His name's Brandon Dudley. He goes to Baylor. Super strong kid. Likely would have won his weight class. You know, it would have been a cool experience because he's never done collegiate nationals before.
2: Got shut out. And those are two huge schools with huge sports histories that still can't get a powerlifting team, right? So, like, yeah, talk about being out of your hands. Yeah, and it's just, like, the, the fact that a bunch of, like, a bunch of people from from the the
1: collegiate teams which obviously have a bias towards the teams made that decision yeah. without asking the lifters is really really bad and so I, I, again that's a, a very small example because again it, it's still t- it's going to be the largest collegiate nationals ever i think right. they have 1200 lifters or something like that but you know just the fact that like these some of these kids that just because they're on a team that barely meet the qualifying total are doing that versus the people that are super strong and actually make the meet interesting yeah. make the sport more fun I don't know. That doesn't rub me the right way, and I think there's there's better solutions to it than than having a, a cash grab entry code. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, again, like uh, I have no problem like saying that saying this out loud. I, I just think that that is a disconnect between the people that are running this versus the people that are actually in it.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you either yeah, the day to day at every meet talking to the community.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I think yeah. Big picture, I think if that continues to go unchecked if they if those that are in power continue to to not listen to the people that are actually
2: consuming their 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 product beyond consuming yeah they're they're every bit of it like yeah they are it yeah yeah it's more that's the thing about powerlifting that makes it so cool is it's more of a community and it's more of a culture than a sport yeah right and so we start to you start to fuck with that you can't we're we are it
1: and it's it's the same way with other stuff
2: like the like the elbow rule in the
1: IPF. Yeah. None of the actual lifters were complaining about that. It was it was comments on social media. What's it called?
2: Uh, not like racist, but when you f- fuck with somebody's like how they're built. I don't know, but basically, like I think that is that because if you have stubby enough arms. And um, any kind of booby or body gut. shaming, yeah, 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 yeah kind yeah, yeah. of. But there's a different term like I can't think of. There's a different term, but okay. it doesn't matter. Um, if you're built a certain way, you'll never reach that depth. Oh yeah, there's so many lifters that I I could get can close. I could probably make my body with a close grip not reach those standards. Ableist, ableist, yeah, yeah like that's ableist. It. That's it. It uh, kind of is. It kind of yeah, definitely kind of is. And it, it walks the line. I know that sounds extreme in me being you know on this fucking rah rah shit, but it, it walks the line because if you're built a certain way, dude, it's gonna be impossible to bench that way. Yeah and it's not getting rid of the arch which we've always yeah we've already talked about all that fuck the Yeah, we literally the last time I was here yeah. we were talking about that. But yeah, it's just
1: uh, what it comes down to is in order for the sport to grow, you need to be better about listening to your lifters. You need to be better about just like actually thinking about not yourself when the yeah, or uh, money. Yeah, or, or money, yeah, which obviously, you know, Money makes the world go around, yep. uh, but yeah, I, I think that that is what will ultimately kill powerlifting uh, in five years if if uh, that continues to go unchecked.
0: So, what's our best take? What's our best case scenarios for five years from now?
1: Um, I mean, I could I can definitely start on this one. So, best case scenario, in my opinion, Mister Brightside. <laughs> <laughs> best case scenario, in my opinion, um, we see uh, a little bit more uniformity across uh, the sport in terms of. Just the way that competitions are run. Um, in my opinion, the just in general, uh, like stuff like the Pro Series with the USAPL becomes uh, a little bit more sought after, and we get more worldwide participation. Um, and what ends up happening is we start to bring in more and more sponsorships, uh, and eventually we get to the point where at least the top lifters. Uh, are actually paid to be powerlifters. Yeah, some monthly stipends or yeah. something. Yeah, like, uh, no, like not not necessarily, I think in five years it would be impossible to have them actually making a living, but enough that it makes a difference that they get to step away from doing like, more mundane stuff. Yeah, that at they least can,
2: travel, right? At least cover some fucking travel. Yeah,
1: that they can focus on being the the best lifters that they possibly can, and then we start to see the performances go crazy yep. to the point that the general public is like, wow, look at powerlifting. Look, look at what these lifters that are... I guess I'm specifically saying drug free at this point, but I mean it could be the it could be the case with like the untested as the well. The other pro
2: series, uh, I think it was USPA, sadly, but that was starting to get there where the prize pools made a difference. Mm-hmm. Like even now, you know, and maybe Joe can't speak on it because he's a little more attached to federations than I. But like even the Arnold, it's cool they give money, but like if you're not winning first, you're not even paying for your trip. Yep. You know, it's a three k trip, you're winning three k to get second.
0: <laughs> that ain't cool. The the yeah, the floor should be some kind of a stipend, and then. Yeah. Yeah, you know, winning winnings purses on top of that for sure. Yeah, I,
2: I think yeah, top ten or something. I mean, that's obviously when you get into the Olympics, it starts to work that way. But it's also based on uh, uh, popularity and politics too. Because even Olympic weightlifters in America, their stipends are babies compared to a stipend of probably a track person. You know, I, I can't quote the exact dollars, but I imagine you know. And so, like that sucks too. So when I when I had when I had the the pro series
1: director job, and I won't get into why I I don't have that anymore, um. My my idea that I was talking with Josh Rohr about was eventually I would like to see it to where if you make uh, the Arnold Classic for the Pro Series finale, which is the top ten point scorers, you automatically get a stipend for the year, provided that you pass all of your drug tests. Yeah, mm. and sure. then, you know, just there think, should be a bunch of rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. a lot, lot of yeah, lot if of you start getting
2: paid, you better follow some rules now. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and, and then uh, you know, the only other stipulation is like you you are now the face of the federation. Right. You know, you you're you're. You're going to be on our media, like all that stuff. Yeah. You, you agreed
2: all that. Yeah, a little likeliness contract and yeah. shit. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a sponsorship. Yeah. That
1: that all makes sense. But for the year, but for that year, you have now earned a, a stipend, and you get to officially be not just a pro powerlifter, but a, a pro powerlifter that is getting paid to powerlift. Yeah.
2: Well, and that's the way that again, like the USAPL can work on growing the sport rather than me traveling places to have to do videos with avi and big lifters they should be doing that how's that not already a thing you know it actually is yeah so behind this behind the scenes um i know that they're
1: working on doing some documentary type stuff for like the higher level lifters it's
2: just a no-brainer to me how did they not do that 10 years ago you know, again, talking about the the lifters and the content creators moving the sport, moving the needle, making you fucking money when you ain't doing shit for us. Yeah.
1: Well, luckily, luckily they're they're stepping stepping that up, and I am happy to see that that's yeah, it's a good idea that that's happening. But yeah, what I, what I now, if we're talking ten years in the future, what I would really love, and I know we only said five, I would love it if we could see where like if you're top ten in each weight class, if you're getting a stipend, even you know, even if it's a small yeah. one,
2: they're even top five. Yeah, or t- yeah, yeah, top five, yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. Like, if you place top five... Because, yeah, we award, we award top five at Nationals. Yeah. So, yeah, if, you, if you're if you on the podium at Nationals... Yeah, you get a year worth of stipend. You get a year, a year stipend as long as you pass all your drug tests. I That'd think cool. that would be the best possible place we could be in.
2: Yeah. I got nothing. You got nothing? I, I would like a consolidation on the Natty and not Natty and the Bars and not. Like, let's just tighten that up a little bit, you know? Um, mine are obviously way more general than, than Joe's because his nose is in, in the game, but... um. Just, just having one federation untested, one federation tested, a little bit more bracket style. And, and Joe and I in private talked about how that's hard in powerlifting, right? Where yeah. like... Playing playing eight games in basketball in a month isn't crazy, but you can't do that in powerlifting, right? Yeah. So to have too much of a tier, but something a little bit more along the lines, both drug tested and non drug tested, to have kind of a bracket style. It's just over a year, obviously, rather than months, um, to get somewhere. It have, might it might take a two year cycle or an eighteen month cycle. Yeah, I'm and I'm like not that against that either, line. right? That's what the Olympics does. You yeah. know, yeah. I'm not. Well, yeah, like who says we have to have nationals and worlds every year? That's a made up rule. So, yeah. Yeah. So, to have like maybe the Arnold every year, but Nationals maybe only every other year or something, I'm down for shit like that where you need a qualifying shit to really build up, to really earn that fucking spot. Like, I think that's cool. Um, Cool. Yeah, stuff like that. And then then it makes the money worth it. It makes the show worth it. Why is the Olympics watched? No one likes those fucking sports. It's because it's every four years. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Right, And you they, only have to commit to watching it every four yeah, years. Yeah, you got yeah. two months every four years, right? And so powerlifting, sadly, might be the same. Like, it's okay if the local stuff doesn't get that many views, but make them mean a little something and maybe, yeah, whether it's qualifying totals or combined totals and we reward consistency over a couple years maybe to get to somewhere. Um, I think that would be cool. But the biggest thing is just these federations, I think, waking the fuck up and knowing that uh you need us more than we need you mm-hmm. that there's people on the ground trying to help your fucking ass and this is i'm talking all federations because i'm dealing with all you motherfuckers now mm-hmm. um you need me way more than i need you um and again huge shout out to jp price and and obviously joe and brandy making statements and pioneer making a big statement and just running their fucking biggest meet of the year in the untested with no federation yeah because we don't fucking need you yeah, I can get good judges that didn't take your fucking five questionnaire test, bitch, you know, and we
0: could still be consistent. So mine actually kind of builds on on things that both of you said. One of them is definitely consolidation. And consolidation is such a way that there are no more federations that are owned by a single person. Yeah. I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? And, and these federations should be nonprofit organizations. They should be held to that standard. Um, that'll eliminate some of the weird profit motive shit. Yeah. Um, hopefully yeah, yeah. And, and, and like and literally like salary structured so yeah. you don't have to public knowledge y- public knowledge all that stuff is out there Um obviously we talked about background checks at the very least the people who are responsible for youth sports or youth lifting should be background checked yeah. and that's just that's super clear the rest of us maybe it's a caveat emptor kind of situation where you know buyer beware but but in terms of like kids, let's fucking protect the kids for yeah. th- for yeah. God's yeah. sake. So dumb. Um, we have to figure out some way to make a product that is worth it for sponsors to get behind, right? Yeah. And I don't know what that what that looks like, but the 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 road toward paying people is not taking money from lifters. It's taking money from maybe it is though, because so, I don't know where
2: that money's going. Well, that's a good point. But but <laughs> if we have that transparency now we can make a decision. D- but yeah, 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 your transparency's gotta be number one. Yeah, yeah. I, um you know, I, I will say just very
1: quickly to the USAPL's credit, budget discretion is first thing that happens every single year yes. at the public Nas- at the national meeting, and it's always available on yeah, the website. Good. So shout out
0: to them on that. Um I going to say. and then probably a a sweep of uh People who want to build petty little fiefdoms out of out of their role in powerlifting.
2: Yeah, there's so much ego tied to all. this. Yeah, and you. like
0: it, it's not about you. Like, figure out that it's not about you. Yep. Figure out that it's about doing the best thing for for the sport and for the lifters. Yep. It's not about you. We
1: can we can speak to that on on this meet that we're about to host. You know, like yeah. a lot of the money that that we brought in from the entries just went right back into equipment, equipment, judges, travel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And we, we don't have like any top line sponsors or any outside of our own companies. We have none. Yeah. Uh, and hey, if anybody is just sitting out there on a wad of cash and they want to throw yeah, it, you can this eat meat, it this way. But yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, well, you can throw it this way, and we'll put you on the live stream. But we'll yeah, do whatever because we need to do.
2: because our priority when building this meat is how do we make it smooth and safe for the lifters, rather than how do we monetize it? Right, exactly. You know, yeah. we started cutting. We had ideas on how to monetize it, but we cut that first because we want these other things to be a priority. Yeah. How do and we literally did. We spent twenty grand on equipment just to build the best meat we can. Yeah. Right. You know, and that and that is a big difference. And I don't want to call out names, but yeah, motherfuckers out here going sponsorships first putting their name on meets putting all like bruh (laughs) who, who who is it for yeah, yeah. Who is it for? Your five seconds of, of fucking fame, or is it is it for the community? Yeah. I think a big issue with the old head conversation and even people running meets conversation, and um, and this is something that happens everywhere with gym owners now, right? Because people see the clout and they see the money that's potentially made in here. Is it's not for it's not like buy the lifters no more, and that's right. such a cliche uh, saying, right? Like for the lifters, buy the lifters, or created by lifters, or run by lifters. But like, if you haven't competed and had your feet wet in this sport or in the community, even like. Yeah, why are you? Why are you even here? You know, and I I don't want to gatekeep them because I'll let anybody in. Yeah, but like, yeah, get your feet wet, coach a bit, spot and load a bit, ref a bit, judge a bit. You know, and now now you can start to level your shit up. But if you're just in here to make a quick cash, but you're not giving back to the sport, and for, I mean, I just uh, I should have posted on my story, but there's a memory of me doing seminars. I did like a thousand person seminar for free. Yeah. I'm just trying to help people how to learn how to deadlift. I made zero dollars. I made zero anything, you know, like, and again, I'm not fucking, say, Michael or something, but the point is, <laughs> I've put my feet in, I've put my work in to want to actually help the sport. I didn't just hop in this thing to grab YouTube views, Yeah, you know, where that, that's sadly the negative of the social media aspect. There's a lot of good of the social media, but a lot of people see,
0: oh, Larry Wheels makes a bunch of money because he deadlifts. I'm going to deadlift and make a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that that people sometimes get into things with with good motives, and then money yeah quickly. starts to, starts to to fuck it up. It's like for sure. it, or or just the sense of of um, of how to be successful for sure. You know, because that changes, and you so you change your game, but. The things you lose yeah. when you change your game. Yeah, yourself. Or yourself. Yeah. 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 That's that's Any an kind issue. of morals. And and then I think going back to what you were saying about um about building the personalities of, of, of lifting from a more objective documentary standpoint as opposed to, you know, that person's YouTube channel or whatever, I think that, that people who know how to craft those stories um will bring more fans to the sport for sure.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think I think ultimately, ultimately growing the sport has to come down to like the mentality of, yes, we can make money, but it's still down to the service of the sport being better in the first place. You know, like when you approach when you approach with that mentality, that's that's what gets you there.
0: Uh, I don't have anything else other than Mike and I could argue about Brock Purdy and. <laughs> or Brock. <laughs> Pussy. Yeah, uh, but he had a completely torn UCL. He needs Tommy John surgery. Yeah, I believe it. He he, he he couldn't accurately throw more than five yards. So I get that. Like, if you're going to go out there and you say, okay, I'll I'll do this, but I'm going to fucking suck and I'm not going to. I would have done anything.
2: it. If I spent, how old is he? 25? If I spent. 24, 23? If I spent I don't 20 know. years. And my dream is in front of me. Yeah, I'm doing whatever the fuck it takes. I'm yeah, I'm fucking, I'm drop kicking, it. I'm rugby kicking into some motherfucker. But I mean, he might have been allowed to do that either. So who knows? Oh uh, yeah, obviously the coaches are making calls, but I don't know. I hate Patrick Mahomes, but that dude kind of went out like a savage. At least, yeah. Um, new episodes Friday, Wednesday. Joe, plug away. Where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Joe underscore Game Day. Check out all the informational content that I'm putting out on there. TikTok at the Joe Stanek YouTube, which starting up this week. Seabass behind the uh the camera on the editing. That's uh I think it's just slash Joe Stanic on YouTube. And uh, check out Game Day Barbell for yeah, Texas shout out. Yeah. Austin, Texas. If you're if you're ever in the area, come get a lift in, say what's up. That's it.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, brand new episodes every Wednesday, Friday. New shirts going live. The collaboration with Game Day uh, will be live, I believe, Monday the 6th. 3sb.co for all your clothing needs, and that's where the collaboration will live. I'm selling Mike where you want to find me, and we'll catch you in the next one.
0: Uh, I just want to uh, shout out the fact that it's uh, Jackie Robinson's birthday. Oh, awesome. Uh, as, as we're recording this, and uh, there's a quote that I saw today that sort of feeds into what we've been saying today here, and my phone's going to unlock so I can actually read it and get it correct. A life is not important except in the impact it has on other lives. Beautiful. So we're going to leave you with that thought. I am Matt D.J. McD on all the social media. This show is 50% Facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% Facts is a Speaker Prime podcast. In association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network, where you can actually check out uh, Joe and Tim on Stemmed Out. Stemmed Out, and we'll talk to you Friday.